Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and objectionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster and are not based on the advice by a licensed therapist. Listener discretion is advised. Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned, never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, loneliness all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who chose to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This is Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. This is Rebecca. And I hope that today you're having a wonderful day, despite what's going on in the world. This episode is to be coming out on Easter Sunday. So if you do celebrate, I hope that you have lots of yummy deviled eggs and jelly beans and Hopefully, just your little family in your home um, is able to spend time together, even though you've all probably been spending time together for a while, but that you were able to get a little fancy, you know, Easter dinner and have a good day together. And if all is as planned, hopefully, in just another couple of weeks, our social distancing Uh, situation will change and we'll actually be able to visit friends and try and start resuming um, our lives as we knew it prior to this whole pandemic. I received a story from a gal named Nikki and she wrote it pretty much straightforward. This is exactly what's going on but the story was a little bit shorter than most stories I received. So today, prior to getting to her story, I'm going to read a little article that I found interesting. So today's article is entitled, We Both Cheated on Each Other, Now What? It's written by Ashley Papa, and it was published on May 28, 2019 on the Zoosk.com website. Z-O-O-S-K.com. And I will have a link to the article in my podcast notes. So this is what uh, Ashley had to say. There is an odd myth that when both partners cheat in a relationship, that the cheating is somehow canceled out. If both people deceive each other, then they're even, right? No, of course that's wrong. In a healthy relationship, there is no cheating. So when both partners admit to cheating on each other, there are serious issues. Quote, cheating is a symptom that either both partners aren't really committed to the relationship or there is something missing in the relationship, explains Alonzo and Rebecca Cahoon, relationship experts and certified coaches. Quote, If both partners are cheating, chances are pretty good that both partners weren't really committed to the relationship in the first place. Either way, the solution is the same. 
After learning that one or both have cheated, the next thing to decide is whether or not you want to salvage your relationship. Whether you both want to stay together depends a lot on how motivated and committed you are to fixing the relationship. If you are not on the same page, it's never going to work out and separating is probably best. Quote, couples can decide to address the deeper root issue that led them to both straying by seeking couples counseling, says licensed therapist Kim Eggle. This means both partners have to lay everything out on the table. This is not the time to hold anything back. Work with a counselor to determine what you both needed, where and when things went wrong, what was and is missing, and more. It's important to figure out what went wrong, but it's equally important to figure out why you want to stay together. Part of being the best human you can be is figuring out what drives you, says Dr. Miro Gudelsky, a sex therapist and relationship counselor. Quote, what were you missing from your relationship that you needed to find in someone and someplace else? It's important to take stock of what's going on both externally and internally. It could be something as simple as you needing outside validation, or it could be something more intrinsically wrong with the partnership. Quote, once you identify what's missing, make whatever changes are necessary so that both partners are happy and satisfied in the relationship, explains Cahoons. Quote, for example, if your boyfriend or girlfriend cheated because you spend too much time at work and they weren't feeling important to you, then you need to make sure that you give them the level of attention that they are looking for. A couple will also need to spend a lot of time rebuilding trust. This takes patience, communication, and complete transparency from both sides. Checking in with each other, saying what's on your mind and how you feel, not holding anything back, and reaffirming your commitment to each other every day is imperative. Another option for a couple who wants to stay together, whether it's for financial reasons or kids are involved, is to agree to have an open relationship where each partner is free to date whoever they want. However, boundaries must be made. For example, neither partner is allowed to bring a date to the home they share. You alternate nights where one goes out and the other one is at home with the kids, etc. It's absolutely possible that relationships can emerge stronger after cheating. That is, if both parties are willing to examine what is truly going on, says Gudelsky. What happens when a woman cheats on her spouse or partner? As with any form of infidelity, there is always pain, sadness, and collateral damage. We've listened to many stories of women sharing their own infidelity. But what does the husband or betrayed partner go through? My wife and I were together for 19 and a half years. We married on November 24, 2001. Six months later, during the same two-week period that we were creating our youngest son, she had an affair with one guy three different times. 
She said it was because I wasn't telling her she was beautiful often enough, and it was someone that she had known before we had even been dating, and was attracted to him, but she had never had the chance to sleep with him. She didn't tell me about this for a year and a half, and she also told me that she had been with 21 men prior to us meeting. To hear the full story and more stories about the betrayed partner's side of the affair, or being the other woman or other man, subscribe to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity's Patreon. With a $3 a month pledge, you will have access to these bonus episodes, plus have early access to regularly released episodes. Visit rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on the Patreon link to subscribe today. I never thought I would be sharing my story with anyone other than my best friend. First of all, I want to say that I never wanted to have an affair. I wasn't actively seeking for something outside my marriage. I knew I was unfulfilled in my marriage, but I also knew that this was a commitment I had made. I guess I was thinking I made my bed and now I have to lay in it. Anyway, I met my husband Jeff when I was 33 years old. I had just broken up with John. I thought he was the love of my life, but we could never make it work. Jeff was supposed to be a distraction, just something fun, nothing serious. We met in April of 2010. I found out I was pregnant in September and we were married in December of the same year. About six months after giving birth to my daughter, I knew in my heart that marrying Jeff was a mistake. We were so different. I am a go-getter, type A achieving personality. While Jeff grew up on a farm and I felt like he had no ambition. He was fine staying at home with the baby while I was the breadwinner. And even though he was home, it was still my responsibility to cook and clean. Anyway, fast forward six years. We were in normal routine. Jeff wanted sex three to four times a week and it was all I could do to have any energy for once a week. Since I had my daughter, my sex drive had totally fallen off. Mentally, I wasn't interested and physically, my body wasn't responding to my husband. I figured it was hormonal. Anyway, John and I had maintained a friendship via Facebook. I saw he had a child and he was engaged. We liked each other's posts. Nothing flirty, just Facebook interactions. One day, I noticed that his posts were increasingly depressed, and I got alarmed. I decided I would send him a message via Facebook, just checking in to see if everything was okay. He responded that his fiancée told him she needed to find herself, and he was trying to win her back, even though he thought she might be cheating. We started talking, and I was trying to help him woo her back. He asked for my number so we could talk or text. I asked my husband if he had a problem with this and he said no. 
So pretty soon he was texting me and telling me about their relationship and asking me to help him decode messages and conversations they were having. One day he asked if we could meet and talk in person over coffee. We had coffee and it was fine. He walked me to my car and we hugged each other goodbye. I don't even know how it happened, but we ended up kissing. That kiss ignited something in me that I thought was gone. The next thing I know, we were at a hotel. That's how the affair began. John and I always had this strong pull to each other. We've known each other for 15 years and there has been so much back and forth. We would date, we would break up. He would be single and I would have a boyfriend. He would have a girlfriend and I would be single. But now we are older and it feels like given the chance we could actually work out. We have been having this affair for three years. Last November, John started seeing someone. He told me he was tired of being lonely and he felt he waited long enough for me to leave my husband. I was devastated. We didn't talk from November 4th, 2018 until February 10th of 2019. He messaged me out of the blue. He missed me and wanted to see me. We started our affair again, but it's even more complicated now. He has a girlfriend and I still have a husband, but we can't stay away from each other. We don't see each other much, but we talk all the time. I think we both feel stuck. At least I know I feel stuck. My daughter is eight and she loves her dad so much. A total daddy's girl. My fear is that if we divorce, he will move out of state with his best friend and he won't see her much. I also worry about where he will live and if he can afford to live on his own. He has a good job now, but I still worry about that. People tell me I shouldn't care about that, but I do. No, I don't love my husband, but I don't hate him either. I want good things for him, and I want him to be happy. I've been asked by my friends, why don't I just leave my husband? It's just not that easy. I'm not making an excuse, but there is so much to think about. We have a child. I own my home. Our finances are heavily commingled. I dream of winning the lottery so we both can be okay afterwards. Thank you, Nikki, for sharing your story, and I really do hope the best for you, that you're able to make a decision on if you should leave your marriage and move on or to stick it out. And I know you're weighing so many different situations and you care and you worry about people in your lives. And it does mean you do have a good heart. Thank you all for joining me today for today's episode. If you have a story you'd like to share, please send me an email to Rebecca.com rawtruth at gmail.com and 
these letters that I'm welcoming, these messages, these stories are, you know, mainly of ladies who have been unfaithful in their relationship. But I also accept stories from men who had a wife or girlfriend cheat on them and they want to express how they felt during and after this process and where they are now. If you're a man that's cheated and you want to share or if you're kind of in a weird love triangle and you're the other man or the other woman and you want to share that story, all of those are very much welcome. Also, a reminder on Wednesdays, every Wednesday, I do have the Midweek Ponder episodes that come out. And the goal of this is to talk about infidelity and what it means to different people. I ask people to send me in their thoughts, opinions, views of infidelity. Doesn't have to be female infidelity. It could be just infidelity in general. Do you support it? Do you oppose it? What are your reasons why you do either? And let's talk about it. There are very uh, many different people with very different thoughts on the uh, subject. So I would love to be able to share that with other people. Just because, you know, with this podcast, we're bringing things up that people don't talk about. Most people talk about my spouse cheated and I'm trying to recover, which is very, very important. But... I'm trying to find out a little bit more. Let's get to the core of it. Why? Why was this person choosing to step out of the relationship? What was going on that made this person make this decision? And what ultimately resulted, you know, in finding out? Um, I want to start from the beginning. And so bringing this out has been helpful to a lot of people, especially women I hear back from saying it's really been appreciated, helping them not feel so alone, because there is no one to talk to when you are in a, uh, when you're in a marriage or in a relationship and you're having an affair, because the first thing anybody does is says, oh, I won't tell anybody. I I don't judge you, but you know that they do. And you can talk to a specialist, a therapist to kind of help you through it. But unless another person has gone through it, you just can't really, really find somebody to relate. And then I hear from the men who say how it's helped them deal with their wives' infidelity, um, learning and understanding all these reasons why these women were stepping out. And they look in the mirror themselves and think, was there something maybe I could have done to prevent it? So, you know, like I always say here, there's no judgment. We want to just bring this out. We want it to be a safe place for people to share their stories anonymously and be able to know that they're helping thousands of people around our world that are in similar situations and know that they are not alone. Thank you all again for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Have a great day. And remember, no judgment. Goodbye.